right, guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q, with a special guest in studio. Say hi, special guest. Hello. Oh, Dr. Hill is in the house. <laughs> Damn it, Don. <laughs> That's right, Chris is here. Special occasion. Um, he wanted in on the uh, <clears throat> the transhumanism. Uh, not uh, the, the transgender, not the, the trans, right? The transhumanism yes. discussion. Yes. But before we get more into that, this is going to be part two of the show from Wednesday. Uh, just want to welcome everybody, and this is uh, Don't Try in America, brought to you in part by RedConOne.com. Great supplement company. Even Mr. Chris over here uses them, right? Excellent. Good stuff, Excellent. right? Good stuff. He actually turned me on <laughs> to to the. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for the dramatic pause there. <laughs> <laughs> to the to the uh, Redcon, and uh, since then they've become a sponsor. Just check out the link at the bottom of the podcast app. Click on that. Use the promo code T20 Quartermus, and you'll get twenty percent off unless they have the better sale going on. All right. So, do you want to go ahead and get the other sponsor out of the way? Uh, uh, that way we can just just fucking balls of the wall in this shit. Okay. <laughs> also brought to you in part by. Maker's Mark Bourbon. Mm. We are a brand ambassador. Mm. They are making our own. I can't wait special to get my blend. hands on it. I, I just hope we're still relevant. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's going to take a while. Whatever. Whiskey's yeah. still going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember when we did that podcast? <laughs> yeah. It, I got some bourbon now, finally. <laughs> uh, also, another uh, self-promoted sponsor, <laughs> Land Shark. I mean, with what we're talking about, guys, if you're not cracking one of these open, it helps absorb the information that we're about to vomit all over you. Definitely. All right. Um, <clears throat> so when we last spoke, we talked about um, <laughs> the funny thing was I said to Chris, did you listen to the show? And he's like, yeah. I said, what did I talk about? <laughs> it's like stuff. <laughs> it's like weird stuff. No, but, um, you know, we were talking about, I was going into transhumanism, not to be confused with transgenderism, uh, basically just a quick overview, transhumanism, mm. <laughs> easy for me to say, mm -hmm. is um, basically combining humans with machinery. Um, or technology. Or, or technology. I mean, the way it's defined is, is right. machinery and... When you think of that, you think of, like I had discussed on the show, RoboCop, essentially. Um, but in this sense, it's not that. You're not going to have a robot body and a human head. It's, right. it's more implanted uh, situation. And then we started. I started to talk about DARPA. Didn't really get into DARPA a whole hell of a lot. And I think that's where we'll start this conversation, okay. is with DARPA, the origins of DARPA, and the what their role in all of this is and then we'll get into how DARPA in turn takes what they do and kind of <clears throat> hands the ball off so to speak to the private sector whoever those individuals Which may be they seem to do quite a bit yes yes it does does seem to be so if you recall DARPA is the defense advanced research projects agency it is a department of the uh United States Department of Defense, they do the research and development for them. So, <clears throat> basically, 
it was started back in the 50s by uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, president, um, in response to the Soviets launching Sputnik. By collaborating with academia, industry, and government partners, DARPA formulates and executes research and development projects to expand the frontiers of technology and science, often beyond immediate U.S. military requirements. So, um, The Economist has called DARPA the agency that shaped the modern world and pointed out that, oddly enough, Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine sits alongside weather satellites... (laughs) GPS clone uh, drones. Um, <laughs> whoops. Freudian <laughs> slip. <laughs> Stealth technology, voice interfaces, and the personal computer hmm. and the internet. So, just in that yeah. little bit right there, Al tells Gore you, would be so proud. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I, I taught ever Al Gore everything he knows, <laughs> almost everything. Well, just just in those things right there, when we think of the personal computer. Mm-hmm. Who do we think of? Well, we we think of either IBM or we think of Bill Gates. Right. I mean, if you just right. think of a person, right? You think mm-hmm. of uh, <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> right. Um, the internet, like you said, Al Gore, which whatever. Um, uh, GPS, you think of like uh, Garmin or, or, or something like that. Um, Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine. So <clears throat> here's a pharmaceutical company right Mm -hmm. so did darpa start developing this vaccine and then give it to them say okay this is what you need to do take the ball and run with it bill gates this is this is what we've come up with i mean because like i talked about i don't know if it was i don't think it was last year it was one of the shows where i was talking about gps and that was a military thing before we knew anything about it right and um Obviously, weather satellites and, and those types of things. Drones. I mean, these are obvious things. Stealth technology. We don't see that in, you know, day-to-day business. We don't deal with stealth technology. Right. Voice interfaces we do, like with Alexa, for example, and those, or even your phone. You right. Know. But, um. So, when we were talking the other day, um. We were talking about the history and where DARPA came from. Right. And you were reading something about that, essentially, you said it started in the 1950s, but where did a lot of the scientists that worked for DARPA in the early stages, well, where did they come from? Well, uh, they were integral. Before they were DARPA, they were ARPA, which is the same acronyms. D was defense, whatever. Um, Essentially, they got their start, their first mission, so to speak, was, what did I tell you, Operation Paperclip, right? Right. So, what we're basically saying here is, at the end of World War II, when Nazi Germany surrendered to the Allies, um, while Russia was more concerned, it seemed, with riches... Uh, the U.S. wanted its scientists. Yeah, they wanted yeah, the technology. Yeah, you can raid whatever you want to. We're more after the people that were behind their technology. Well, So half, it seems, went to DARPA. Right. The other half went to NASA. NASA. Well, <clears throat> interestingly enough, their their main emphasis was centered around NASA and the ballistic missile 
defense because the Germans, and I've, I, we've talked about this and I've said this on shows that technically we should have never won World War II. I mean, if you look at it from a military, technical, advance, whatever, the Germans were far more advanced techno- technology. Technology, technologically, <laughs> Jesus. Put the bear away. Put it away. <laughs> <laughs> technologically speaking, there we go. They were far more advanced. We were more beat the shit out of you military. Right. They were more advanced. Right. They had missiles. They had the jet. They already had right. jet planes. We were fighting with fucking prop planes, essentially, still. Right. Um, <clears throat> the fact that we won that war is astounding but that's what we do in america is we're always the underdog until well i don't know about now but until recent um real interesting note before you move on with that mm -hmm. uh i believe that the the thing was called the german bell if you want to look into that sometime that was actually a uh a ship supposedly that the germans had that they had technology that they never even unleashed and it was really surprising that a lot of people, from what I've heard, right, said that if they would have, we wouldn't have won the war. So it's it's real interesting that well, they actually had stuff that they held back for some whatever reason. Yeah, and it's even like the the V rockets and stuff like that. I mean, you put a warhead on that, we wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, we you don't. I don't even know that back in the forties there was like a concept of that i don't think they were movies or i mean obviously it wasn't tv shows because that hadn't been invented yet but right the fact that well and we knew this as as you know uh the government knew this so versus locking these people up or killing them or whatever the case may be we <laughs> said you got two choices and you either die or you come work for us and they're like sounds like a good idea we'll come work for y'all and and Russia did the same thing. Essentially, they took, they you took know, some. took took what what they right. could. Um, and then so during the sixties, the civilian space programs were transferred to NASA. Um, so essentially, NASA was started by German scientists. Um, <clears throat> anyway, the idea was space conquest. Oh, uh, and you know what you want to believe. <laughs> what you want to believe about that is remains to be seen. Um, back in the late fifties, early sixties, one of their biggest things that they did was GPS. I mean, we think of GPS more of a. I don't want to say new. It's probably been relevant for what ten, fifteen years now, but you figure it's been around 60 plus years right. you know from the military but it was a big secret back then and they and they had a lot to do with that um as as time went on they a lot of their their um uh, research and development was towards that type of stuff right towards yeah and then in probably what about the 80s i guess they started getting to into more of what would be considered sinister <laughs> or what I would consider sinister. And then you have stuff on that. What was right. 
So <clears throat> this is uh, according to futurism.com. It's uh, nine of, of the um, most ambitious uh, research projects right. at DARPA. And I'm just going to give a brief overview. There's one in particular that's going to pertain to what we're going to be talking about today. So right. I'm just going to give a brief overview, though. We've got uh, ACTUV, which is essentially a uh, project for an, a, a water-based anti-submarine drone that doesn't require uh, any crew members on board. High-tech sensors will take care of the monitoring control from shore. So essentially, it's a drone submarine. Right. Um, Warrior Web. Which I, I believe you got into the last show talking about. Um, we're t- we're talking about Super Soldier, you know, uh, Captain America Super right, Soldier right, program, right. whatever. Well, they've always kind of been in, in involved in such things. They've also um, the Warrior Web was a way to um, take off some of the weight from the gear that a normal soldier would carry into battle. Right. Uh, so it's kind of like a lightweight exoskeleton that helps protect the knees, hips, ankles, things that are load bearing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Especially when you, you know, a lot of your what you're doing is squatting, hiking. running, hiking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, X XS one space plane. Okay. Essentially, this is like a cargo plane to be used in space, so it could haul materials into space and continuously be used over and over and over again. Right. Okay. Which also, if I'm not mistaken, was part of the technology that led into the space shuttle. Right. Well, they're saying, you know, because the space shuttle could only be reused so many times, this was more of a technology where they could use the same one and it would really cut down on the cost. And, right. and constantly flying this thing back and forth, they were saying it, it should be able to fly uh, every 10 days. Right. So um, then there's the Dragon's Dream which would be the world's largest cargo plane. Hmm. Uh, it said it's a full-size airship, would theori- theoretically be able to carry up to 500 tons over three times the weight of the next best transport aircraft in the world. Hmm. So, um, And then we've got Project Falcon, which uh, is, is hypersonic flight capabilities, uh, essentially cutting down on the fuel and the um, power that it would take to fly certain aircraft uh, at high speeds. Right. Uh, and then you got the ground X vehicles, which are some of the vehicles that you're seeing that they use for sp- that are, they're, they're targeted for space and and uh, ground vehicles, whatnot. Okay. Uh, robot robotic landing gear. Same thing, kind of aims on making takeoff, landing and takeoff on uneven and moving surfaces a possibility. So it's kind of like a uh, sensory for landing and taking off. Right. And then uh, homes that repair themselves. DARPA launched a program called Engineering Living Materials in the summer of 2016 with a vision to create building materials that grow. The goal is to be able to construct buildings that repair themselves and adapt to any kind of living environment. So could you imagine, we live here in Florida, we right. go through hurricanes or whatnot, sometimes your roof might catch damage. Could you imagine if your roof automatically regenerates itself? That'd be awesome. Right? So maybe maybe one day in the future we will see so, such things. So a lot of what they were doing wasn't necessarily evil. N- not evil, just... <sighs> Uh, very fan, fan, 
fantasizing. Well, yeah, I mean, things that you would think of that you'd see in, uh, like, like you said, like a sci-fi show right. where you'd read about in, in, in uh, like a comic book. Well, or it's almost like I, I equated on the last show where it was like you you see these movies, whatever, whatever movie, and then these scientists are like, oh, I wonder if we could do that. Hmm. You know, like, because whoever, whatever movie, let's let's take The Matrix, for example, or, um, I, I don't know, any any sci-fi type movie, Star Wars, whatever, and be like, I wonder, could, I wonder if could, that's possible. Could we build a lightsaber? Right. Could we Could we actually do this stuff? Mm-hmm. And then you get, you know, like I said, Elijah, you get these nerds that comes up with this idea, and then you get a bigger nerd that draws it up, and then, oh, yes, we can actually do that if we take the well, XY factor and divide it by the 2Y, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. It seems like a, like a, like a, um, like a think tank almost. Right. Let's let's see if we can take some of these ideas and turn them into practical and realistic uh, ideas. projects. Yeah. The problem is, is sometimes they take some of the bullshittery. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I wonder if we could do a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? And then you got somebody somewhere high up goes, Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Work on that. Yeah, let's, let's work on that one. Okay. So the one that I want to bring up that pertains to what we're talking about today was called the Brain Initiative. Right. Okay. And announced in 2013, the Brain Initiative was a massive undertaking by a number of agencies across the country, including universities, tech companies, and neuroscientists. The initiative is compromised of a number of programs designed to lower the barriers between the human brain and the digital world. The goal is to fully understand the way the brain processes information and develop new technologies that could end and prevent disorders. Okay. So. So, I touched on that yesterday in the sense of the... Um, Neuralink. Neuralink uh, stuff. And, and, and that's something that's being developed by... <laughs> well, it started, obviously, with... With them. Right. So we were, we were discussing... Um, we were discussing, okay, well, this is obviously something that's related to Neuralink, right. obviously. So maybe... And then you found that actually... Uh, there was some funding right from DARPA to a particular somebody right and i <clears throat> touched on him the other day and that is mr elon musk elon musk right so everyone thinks of elon musk and i'm i don't know him from adam right right based on what you know of him he seems like a nice guy See, you know, he's got what does he have? The uh, Asperger's, Asperger's disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I told you he had started one company, sold it, started another company, sold it. You know, he's he's a smart guy. He's right. made his money. He initially made his money legitimately. Right. So we looked at what his background. He was Stanford attended Stanford. No, he went to well, he graduated from Penn University, okay. not Penn State, but Penn. Uh, with a BA in uh, business and physics. Okay. Went to go to Stanford. Mm-hmm. It started and then stopped. Started a business. It sold it. 
so on and so forth. So kind of made his money and then moved right. on from there. Yeah, basically okay. started a business, sold it to, I uh, can't remember who he sold the first one to. The second one he started, sold it to PayPal. Now he owns, what he owns, Tesla, SpaceX, and the Boring Company, which does computers and copiers and shit like that. And <laughs> So another guy that doesn't have any background in medical or, I mean, even honestly, in the technology that we're talking about. Right. He's got a physics degree. And like I said, people have called him the next uh, Thomas Edison. Mm-hmm. You know, Thomas Edison, obviously everyone knows who that is. Great engineer, red electricity, light bulb, whatever. Um, they have him on that level of what he has done. But really, what has he done? He didn't, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bashing him in this sense. I can't build a rocket and send it to space, okay? Right. He hasn't, he's funded it. I don't know that he's out there wrenching on the damn rocket, right? And he's got the electric cars. What has he mentally or physically done for those businesses other than funding them, right? That's where this stuff comes along. So, like I said yesterday or the other day, was was this a situation where he's come, where he has the sciences, he has the ideas, he has the 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 know how, right? Where DARPA, whoever was running it at the time, came to him and said, "This is what we have. What can you do with it?" Right. This is the research we've well, done. What can you do? And with that's it? where I told you. I, 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 I wonder if it's a situation of where they came up against because obviously DARPA is a federally funded uh, agency. Right. So I'm wondering if there weren't regulations, um, things that they came up against that they're like. Yeah, maybe the private sector has a better opportunity to get through this. Right. And I told you, I can't recall the, the dollar amount, but remember I told you he's gotten, what, $50 billion in research research grants from the government. Right. And it gave a breakdown where it said some of them went to SpaceX and some of them went to Tesla, and he's been given tax breaks because he owns the Solar City thing up in Buffalo. And in that, it's a uh, a dollar lease for the land for so many years and equates out to be 200 and whatever right. million dollars, whatever. But how do we know, how do we know that's accurate? I mean, I'm not saying it's not accurate as far as we gave him $50 billion, but who's to say he didn't take 10 of that to start working on this shit. Right. Um, so this is an article I found and it's from life site and the title of it's trans Humanism expert exposes liberal billionaire elitist great reset agenda. Hmm. So <clears throat> this was in November of 2020. So the COVID pandemic was manufactured by world elites as part of a plan to globally advance transhumanism. So something we have gotten into in previous shows about COVID-19 and the great reset and the WEF and Klaus Schwab and whoever else you want to name in there, whether it be Bill Gates or whoever. Because ultimately, I don't feel that Biden or Macron or any of these other quote-unquote world leaders have anything to do, 
what's the word I'm looking for? They're not the they're not the brains behind the operation, no. so to speak, no. right? They're they're the they're the they're there, they're the generals essentially. They're there to lead their countries in into into this right. into this. Mm-hmm. So um, we can all I believe that everyone listening to this, and I know we can agree that this is above any president, whether it's the United States, Italy, France, Canada, whatever. Right. They they are like you said they're there to lead their countries into this. We just saw a thing t- today come through with uh, what France and Italy saying. <laughs> what was the title? It said uh, we've got to make the unvaccinated. unvaccinated uncomfortable. Yeah, right. Yeah. And what does that mean? I mean, to me, if Biden, I mean, he's not quite said that yet. He's kind of said that the other day. He said the the uh, this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's the second time he said that. Right. Um, so we always thought that the global elite unleashed COVID for them to be able to initiate the great reset and get everything moving towards their 2030 agenda. We've recently have stumbled upon this transhumanism situation. And then you might want to wonder, well, like I was saying the other day was they're going to, they're going to label all this on a convenience standpoint. It's like, Oh, you get this um, vaccine, it's going to help you fight COVID. Well, that's obviously not true, mm-hmm. right? And I, and my biggest question every time I talk to anybody about this is, why? Why do they want? Well, it's going to. Is it? You know, well, it's going to lessen your symptoms. Is it? That's well. I mean, what did you find the other day on the VAERS system? Oh, the the VAERS uh, reporting system, which I believe, like we talked about, is only a U.S. reporting system. Right. Uh, which is the the vaccine um, adverse reactions reporting system. Right. It actually topped one million right. now cases. Now, that's not one million deaths. That is one million just, yeah. reports of adverse reactions to vaccines. And that's people that bothered reporting it. Right. So, but nonetheless... You um, you uh, have words that I'm thinking of, and I, I've lost track of thought. No. Um, <laughs> the idea was we, we were under the impression it was more of a control thing, and they wanted to give you this vaccine, and, and we were discombobulated. So I read the story about DARPA yesterday and, and what they were doing. Well, they had the, the uh, ocular uh, thing, right? Right. And in order to to get the high fidelity frequency, they needed to alter the DNA. Our DNA is not set up to do this because it's almost uh, robotic like. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a combination of things. Alter the DNA to be able to accept this, right? And then you're going to need a high frequency transmitter. Mm-hmm. So you know we've 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 read i don't know that we've talked about it a whole lot on on here but we've talked a lot about it and that is the graphite graphene oxide graphene oxide See, i have to have him on here cuz i don't know some of these fancy <laughs> words like myocarditis there you go um <laughs> yeah so there there have been reports of scientists that have said that they have found traces um, of graphene oxide in some of the vaccines. And and anyone listening to this, 
the both of y'all. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, surely you've stumbled upon these same things. Right. Of course, you know, it'd be a lot easier um, to say whether yes or no, there is this in the vaccine if they would give us a list of the things that are in the vaccine. But they're, of course... They're going to do it in 75 years. Yeah, when everybody's already uh, either moved on or... Machinally forgotten about it. Right. Or or have has had their brain erased. Because <laughs> basically the way they're they're setting this up is we very well could be alive, right? Well. But we're just going to be too busy working in the, working you know, the, the uh, lithium fields. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mining battery. Don but, always loves it when I come by and get him uh, stirred up into his conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> we actually have tinfoil hats on. Yours was a little crooked. Sorry. No, but um, it's a uh, it's a combination of things. So if this graphene oxide, graph, graphene oxide is in, it, let's assume mm -hmm. it's in the in the vaccine. So so what we've seen in the test with graphene oxide is is it's it's exactly what you would think it is. It is a metallic type substance or whatever, right. but it has been shown that it can be manipulated by frequencies. frequencies. Right. Right, so we've actually seen tests where people have had it in a liquid, and started to use. Uh, I think I think they were actually just using sound waves or radio right. waves. Radio waves, yeah. and they were actually able to manipulate it, move it, and it was actually moving by changing the frequency of of the waves. Right, and you've surely you've seen the videos on Twitter or TikTok or whatever with people where they get the shot, right, and they put the the uh, magnet right on their arm and and oh that's fake okay is it i'm not saying that everybody that gets the shot that's going to happen but let's say for ch shits and giggles that you get the shot and there's a buildup of vaccine right, right there. there and if this stuff is in the vaccine then theore theoretically that could happen right right so obviously the dosage of the graphene oxide isn't so great that it's going to kill you for the most part. Right. Obviously, well, we've had situations. Well, now, let's just say, for instance, and, and I'm saying this hypothetically, but let's say that that is in the vaccine. So how many shots are we up to now? 26. <laughs> so let's say that you got your first one and you're talking about trace amounts. Right. Has moved to wherever in your body. It's Yeah, it's done to score up. Mm -hmm. Not to interrupt you. Okay. What do they tell you? You get shot. You get the first shot, right? Mm -hmm. Come back in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Why two weeks? Why not three weeks? Why not tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Right. It, maybe it there's a to move. Yeah. Maybe your it body? takes two weeks to to it for it to run its course. Okay. So now we've administered the second shot. Right. right? Okay. And now we're on the third first, shot. Well, we're on the first, third booster. Shot, first booster. Right. And now they're already talking about a fourth. Right. And booster. then Israel, who's <laughs> who is one hundred percent vaccinated as a country. Right. Um, is and still have COVID. And still have COVID. Still have cases. Still have deaths. Still have whatever, which is seems counter productive. Well, counterintuitive to right. what you would think a vaccine would do. Well, yeah, and I I've, I can't even tell you. I've said it so much, I'm sick of saying it, that when when you were a kid, excuse me, when you were a child or baby, 
you were given a series of vaccines. Right. And I'm going to assume you were given measles, mumps, polio, rubella, whatever. The usual. Right. right the usual, usual cocktail. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there's people that may be listening to this that might say, I would, I'm not giving that shit to my kids because of the mercury, blah, 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 blah. Okay, whatever. I, I, I understand. Especially nowadays, the the amount of medicine that they're giving these babies is astounding. Well, and they're saying that there's a major uptick in autism and stuff like that, and a lot of that can be traced to the amount to of these. medications that we're using. Right. right. But when we were kids back in the 40s, oh, <laughs> back, back in my day, no, but you know, like there wasn't a chickenpox vaccine when I was a kid, mm-hmm. right? Chickenpox vaccine was. Oh, Bobby's got chicken pox. You go into Bobby's house, right? You know, get yeah. the get the damn chicken pox. You miss school for you know yeah. a week, or two weeks, scars. whatever. I've got yeah. a scar from it. Yeah, I got yeah. one right here on my yeah. penis. Oh, <laughs> put that away. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, good times, good times. But anyway, not to dwell on COVID and vaccines and whatever. It's more of a, <clears throat> a catalyst. Okay, so. If whatever's in this vaccine is is a part of it, okay, okay, and if the they need to alter your DNA, so we've we know that the vaccines, the the Moderna and Pfizer, well, we know that with with the you know originally when they started talking about the vaccine, it's it's this R uh, mRNA technology, and the original thing that they said is it doesn't alter your DNA. Yeah, it doesn't do that. It doesn't do that because which that was means the, it does. Well, that was the first report. <laughs> ah, you you know, y'all are crazy. It's not altering your DNA. And then we get a year, year and a half down the road, and then you actually had the article in Forbes. I believe it was in Forbes. They actually come out and said, yeah, it does kind of alter your DNA. But it doesn't matter. Because... And, and they sell it under the guise of it altering, alternating your uh, DNA in the sense of to fight the disease. Right. Okay, so if that's true... Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. then anyone that's gotten the jab should not be getting COVID. Right, right. O- so or or sh- yeah, I mean, you would. Y- the whole point of a vaccine is to make not you, get sick. Well, and that's right. what I was going to earlier was when you were a kid, you got your polio. I mean, how many vaccine polio shots did you get? One. Mm, one. Uh, how many times have you gotten polio? Mm, none. Exactly. That was my point. That I've said that numerous times on shows that, and I had a conversation with a lady the other day. Remember, I was telling you about it, and she asked me, "Oh, well, you've gotten the shot, right?" I'm like, "No. Well, you were sick. Cool. I'm good. What do you mean you're good? Well, you know, blah blah blah, natural immunity, blah blah, blah antibodies, right?" And I, she goes, "Well, I'm I'm thinking about getting my booster." I'm like, "Well, why? Well, because I have to." Why? <laughs> you know? And I said, well, let me ask you this. When you were, and she's a little bit older than I am, and I was like, you know, did you, when you were a baby, you got your polio vaccine, right? Yeah. Okay. One shot, right? Yeah. Have you ever gotten polio? No. Okay, so why do you got to take two, three, four, five, six shots? You know, why Why do you have to constantly take this shot? Because in my opinion, and I, I don't want to say our opinion, but I think it's our opinion, it has nothing to do with, COVID. True. COVID was the catalyst to get everybody in line. And and I think I 
I yes. So yeah. you start with with this. Mm-hmm. COVID scares everybody or most everybody. Everyone lines up. They get the shot. Yes, sir. May I have another? No problem. Then they'll unleash the uh, the micro the you know RFID chips, right? Okay. Then you get into <clears throat> this stuff. Okay, so where I was going with this, um, the, you know, they they unleashed this pandemic. They the they well, whether they did or didn't, they are definitely capitalizing on well, the fact that it's here. I think I think the idea is, from what I've been reading, is they needed something to be able to alter your DNA. I would one hundred percent agree, personally, that this was it's one hundred percent proven that this was a created disease or virus. Right. Or whatever you want to consider it. Um, I, I don't think anybody can argue with that fact anymore. I think it's 100% proven. Most of the the um, arrows are pointing to the fact that this came out of the Wuhan lab. Now, who funded that? Who created it? Where did it start originally? I think it's up for debate. Right. Who all was involved in it? I think it's pretty much proven. I think Rand Paul's proven the fact that Fauci helped fund this, that he was part of this. Um, so to, to, it's not a stretch to believe that maybe this was created and unleashed on the world. I personally believe that, but if you just want to say that for some reason, you just can't get behind the fact that you would think that the, the great St. Fauci would do such a thing. Uh, regardless of the fact it, this is a man-made thing. Right. So, well, whether regardless of how it got here, they're definitely using this as a catalyst to well, move. Well, it's it's the forward. disease itself is one thing. It was the be the ability to be able to what was it gain a function, right? To be gain able to to make it functionable, right? Is where the Fauci and the Wuhan lab came into play, right? Right. And I, I believe you even mentioned that in what you were talking about uh, on the last show. You were you were discussing um, where they were doing these researches um, in the labs to make diseases, right? And you're wondering if this, you know, if COVID wasn't very much the same type thing. And it could have been a situation where they're like, "Well, this is what we need to do. This is the one. This will get people in line to get these shots because we need to be able to." Alter their alter their DNA. Um, we need to be able to. This it's a it's a cornucopia mm-hmm. of of a situation. They can't just do one thing at one time because that would be too obvious. Right. Right. So if once you do this, so let me read let me read this here. So mm-hmm. with this uh, manufactured by the world's elite as part of a global advance into transhumanism, literally. The fusion of human beings with technology, an attempt to alter human nature itself and create a superhuman being and an earthly and an earthly paradise, according to Peruvian academic and ex- expert in technology. The dystopian nightmare scenario is no longer the stuff of science fiction, but an integral part in the proposed plan, uh, post-pandemic Great Reset. <clears throat> Indeed, to the extent that implementing and the transhumanist agenda is possible. It requires a concentration of political. <clears throat> so this is this, in my opinion, is an important statement right here. 
because, it, like I've said plenty of times, this has nothing to do with America. Mm-hmm. It's the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the extent of that implementing the transhumanist agenda is possible. It requires the concentration of political and e- economic power in the hands of the global elite and dependence of people on the state. That's precisely the aim of the Great Reset promoted by German economist Klaus Schwab, which we've personally talked about back in June, yeah, May, June, May, somewhere June. around there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the, the CEO, founder of the WEF, World Economic Forum, along with billionaire philanthropist, hmm. guess? William Gates. And George Soros. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you've, you've got philanthropists, you know, which are supposed to be doing good for humans, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much. Uh, managers, shareholders, big tech, big pharma, big pharmacy, big finance, uh, who meet at retreats in Davos, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trans- transhumanism is far from benign doctrine. Rather, it is complete and amended and and. Eminem? Eminem, where he raps and beats up his mama. (laughs) Enmity with Christianity, Lucas pointed out during the virtual uh, Truth Over Fear Summit. It's a California-based Catholic writer, broadcast uh, Patrick Coffin. Transhumanists take science as their religion and believe that philosophy of absolute... God bless America... Relativism (laughs) (laughs) that claims the individuals can change reality at will. So the person that wrote this article is basically they're Christian. Right. Right. So they're looking at it from a very... And like deep Christian beliefs, Mm -hmm. they don't believe in... You could be healed by God. Right. Right. Um, And I'm not to the point where, I mean, obviously you and I both take what do you every morning you wake up you pop mm-hmm. some aspirin or tylenol or mm-hmm. whatever right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know you got to get the bones moving and mm-hmm. and and whatnot so we're not above science because that's science right right this this isn't <laughs> this isn't natural i mean i don't know that aspirin and all that shit's natural either but <laughs> i'm just saying look i I'm going to say, and and I understand the argument of what they would say. Okay, so, for instance, you went into um, the ocular modem uh, setup to where you would allow someone who has been blinded um, right. to be able to see. Right. I understand the benefits to that. It's the everybody needs it. Right. Well, so I think there's a difference between uh, using you, uh, using gonna, technology to help humanity for the people that need the help, as opposed to forcing the technology onto all of humanity for the sake of control. Right. Well, I think. Like I've said before, I think the whole idea is they're going to implement these things, the ocular thing, and then this, this, uh, what the hell, Neuralink, mm-hmm. those things, they're, they're, they're bringing them 
towards the people as uh, convenience. Oh, you're blind now; you can see. You can't hear now; you can. You 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 want to be able to not have to carry your cell phone or your ID or whatever? No problem. Just get this chip put in. So, the RFID chips, which isn't call me crazy, call us conspiracy theorists. That's look it up. You know, I said this yesterday or on the show the other day. Look the shit up. Google it. I don't even care. I don't use Google, but Google it. It'll come up. Google Amazon One. Google uh, the the fucking COVID pass. The uh, I can't think of what's called the New York pass. I mean, they have these things, and it's a situation of of a convenience thing. You Mm -hmm. don't have your key to your house. That's cool. You get this chip. You get the lock installed on your on your house. You don't need a key. I mean, I get it. That would be. And if if everything was pure and natural and you could trust what was going on, that's great. You know what I'm saying? Like we, you, you know, where we work, we have an RFID chip to um, get in the door. I mean, it's card. a card, right? But it's the same technology. technology. Mm-hmm. It would be instead of having that card, that card being planted in your hand, and you. And just, we've actually heard situations where there are companies, there are people that have that had are doing that, that embedded into their hand, arm, whatever, to be able to scan into their building right so there are situations that have popped up that people have already done this so if you think this sounds fanciful whatever it's already in process it's, it's this isn't right. like some science fiction make-believe this is happening yeah this is what it is right where you get into the what if is what elon musk is doing right now and i'm not talking about spacex and tesla and all that shit i'm talking about his company Neuralink. He owns the company. Right. They're running well, trials right now. This isn't make-believe. Right. Yes, and and as a matter of fact, like we just discussed the other day, he has already stated that they feel as if they will be ready for human trials in 2022. And what year? We just 20, reached 2022. Interesting. Well, interestingly enough, so found this article. This was written in March of last year. Billionaire Elon Musk expects his company, Neuralink, to begin implanting controversial brain chips into humans next year. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration approves a respective license. Neuralink working well. <laughs> it's working well in monkeys. And we're actually doing just a lot of testing and just confirming that it's very safe and reliable and the Neuralink device can be removed safely. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, monkeys... Mm-hmm. are the closest... Uh, well, they've also done pigs, too. So pigs' um, tissue, from what I understand, they're... they're Synonymous? Well, they, they most closely resemble a human's tissue, right. uh, our cellular makeup, things of that. So when you do tests, you want to do them in like a, a um, swine or... Right. In, the... Uh, the a monkey who monkey. most resembles like our brain pattern type right. thing. So, um, yeah. So I mean, it, so you know, goes he added. Uh, we hope to have this in our first humans, which will be people that have severe spinal cord injuries, like uh, quadriplegics and whatnot, next year pending FDA approval. So once again, it's a situation where they're going to sell this in a sense of, oh, you can't walk put this chip in your brain you're gonna be able to walk again right 
Or, it's, or the, the possibility. Right. So that's how they're going to approach people. Right. That's how they're going to get their first volunteers. Like what we are the cases that people have no other alternatives. Right. Surgery is not an option for them. Right. There's no kind yeah. of surgery. They've probably been through surgeries before. Right. You're either Christopher Reeve in it, yeah. or you could maybe or, let me put this in your brain and see and, what happens. And you can help advance science. And then not to mention the fact. So think of it like this. And we've you and I have had this personal conversation about me where – when you're hopeless, essentially, um, I've gone through numerous trials mm-hmm. at the cancer hospital because it's like I've I should have been dead, mm-hmm. right? So when they come to me and they say, "Well, we got another trial," what do you think? Cool, you know, whatever. Um, and it's it's not even. I don't do it under the guise of trying to live forever. I'm just like, what do I have to lose? You know, I'm on borrowed <laughs> the way I look at it. And, you know, my wife and my kids, no one likes me saying these things, but it is what it is. What it is. <laughs> now, that was a 2021. So. Okay, you do what you do mm. in 22. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm kind of like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? I could die. I should have been dead. Right. But nonetheless... It's the same situation. So you take someone that can't walk, Mm -hmm. for example, and you say, okay, we can do this, and there's a possibility that you walk. And then lo and behold, he's walking. So you take somebody that isn't to that level and think, okay, like, oh, my back is constantly killing me. Mm -hmm. My legs are, you know, and I'm not even talking about from a workout standpoint. You you know, my back is really, you know, you get old, your back fucking hurts every day, right? Right. And you're thinking, you know, hey, hi, guys. Welcome to Neuralink. Mm-hmm. We have the new thing here for you. Put this in your brain, and all your pain goes away. And be like, here's Bob. Couldn't walk to save his life. And he's walking. You're thinking, oh, that shit looks pretty good. Boom. You get it. Oh, back's feeling pretty good. Hey, did you, you know, but before we do this, like we had talked about, before we have the surgery, though, we got to make sure you vaccinate it. Oh, uh, no. You really need to be vaccinated for the safety of our doctors and nurses and whatever. Okay, whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. I want to get this shit. Okay, cool. Here you go. So, if the shot is a catalyst, the chip is the transmitter, hmm. then you need something to bring it all together. <laughs> well, And that's where the tinfoil hats come into effect. <laughs> Well, we've, we've discussed, and, and let me say this. Uh, you know, we're talking about transhumanism. I think from a standpoint, if you're looking at it, and I don't want to turn this into a religious discussion, but Jesus, if oh. you look at at some of the biblical text, some of the scripture and stuff, they it talks about becoming too reliant on sorcery. You, you'll actually see that mentioned in there right and what it's referring to is medicine medicine and doctors and scientists so the people that say we should trust the science you know that that's been a big thing about covid or whatever right Right. um it's it's walking a very fine line um and we and we can get in that that's that's a complete discussion for another day but Bible study with T Tom. <laughs> I I I don't want to say Elon Musk 
is an inherently bad person for wanting to Neuralink to succeed. I think he may be coming at it from a genuine. The keys want, could have been handed to him in the sense of doing what he's doing. But the, the powers that be are going to say, as soon as he gets his shit running, we can manipulate it. Exactly. So I'm not saying that Elon Musk is a bad person. I'm not saying that he has ill intent. I'm not saying that he um, he's out to uh, enslave humanity, so to speak. Maybe he's coming at it from an angle to help people. Right. But it's the it's the ram it's where you could take this technology and what it could be used for. That is the scary thing. Well, and. Before I get into this next article uh, about Satan, I mean, Elon Musk, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but I think I think you're right in the sense that I think Elon Musk, in my opinion, is just a tremendously huge nerd. Yes. Okay? And he's watched, I mean, he's about our age, mm-hmm. right? I think he's just watched a shit ton of sci-fi movies he was into those things and he's got the smarts about him mm-hmm. on top of now he's got the money behind him and he's probably got people that are even smarter working for him and he's like we can do this shit it's the government and the the global elites they're gonna take that technology and right he's literally a pawn in their game Probably. They're they're probably I mean like you said I don't think he's out to enslave the world he's not gonna be the supreme leader it's it's um what were you talking about the other day when we were talking about and you were talking about the god the god gene, gene right mm-hmm. and uh you were reading me something uh and when you you said the word i can't remember b rap b something uh v mat v mat 2 v mat 2 and i was like wait a second where have i heard that before <laughs> right mm mm-hmm. mhm and you were like, it was that video I sent you. Yeah, so I, I sent you a video, and it was on a guy um, talking about uh, gene um, modification and and how you can manipulate the DNA sequence, your DNA sequence, essentially. And right. what they've okay, so let's let's go over real quick what the God gene is, okay. And I promise I, I want to take this to to something else that does deal with COVID here in a minute. But, <laughs> um, so the God gene, and this hasn't been proven, of course. This is a hypothesis. Uh, the hypothesis, the God gene hypothesis, proposes that human spirituality is influenced by hereditary, and that specific gene called the vesicular monomine transporter two, the VMAT two. Uh, predisposes humans towards spiritual or mystic experiences. The idea has been proposed by geneticist Dean Hammer in the 2004 book called The God Gene, How Faith is Hardwired into Our Genes. Okay, so I sent you a video of a guy, and he was giving uh, some sort of lecture. And... I, it was originally, when I saw the video, it was proposed that it was Bill Gates. It's not Bill Gates, if you look at it. Um, it sounds like a, a guy very much like Bill Gates. It has his very same manner, mannerism, so I can understand why maybe somebody confused that. But, uh, nevertheless, in this, in this um, lecture that he's giving, he's essentially telling them how 
he could, by manipulating uh, this particular gene, because that's the gene he references, right? Uh, how by manipulating that DNA strand, he could actually alter someone's um, belief, religious belief, to an extent. Now, not that. I'm not going to want to say that somebody who's devout religious would all of a sudden become an atheist. Right. But someone who maybe was devout, and I use Catholicism uh, right. as an example, just as a religion, but maybe you were devout, you were very uh, uh, astute in your, in your, you know, in your belief. Right. They could alter it to where you might not be so devout. Right. So, and, and could lead you, you know, that could lead you further down, maybe altering your beliefs. Well, and then in the sense that, like I had said to you, even atheists, when it comes down to it, believe in God, right? Right. What did, what did you say? There's no, there's no uh, <laughs> there's atheist no. in a foxhole, right? right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's true when, when you're faced with death, mm -hmm. I mean, all of us are going to be faced with death at, at some, some point, point, right? We know this as human beings. We know that we are going to die right. one day. You're praying to some higher power, whether right. that be God, if you're, Allah, if, if, Muhammad. <laughs> right. Uh, if, Buddha, you're, if you're a straight-up atheist and you're like, I do not believe in God, I do, you guys you're, are crazy, That's you're whatever. Uh, if someone's holding a gun to your head, I bet you money. Your ass is like, please, God, don't kill me. Mm -hmm. uh, wait, you didn't believe in God. Mm -hmm. and, that's, and I think even in that sense, there's that's your your VMAT or whatever it's called, your your God gene, that's what that is. And that's what that's the way I took it. If you kind of, if every one of us knows somebody that is like that, that doesn't, oh, pff, you know, whatever, God, okay. You know, but bet your ass, there's something in your brain that tells you there's something else, right? And I believe that's what that is. Um. <laughs> Why would they want to alter that? So I, I think I touched on this. I believe I touched on this on the on the last show was about Noah, right? Did I touch on that? I, I believe you did. And how alternating uh, DNA of animals pissed him off and he flooded the world and da-da-da. You guys know the story. Not to say he'll do that again, but won't he? <laughs> I mean, he, he very well could. I well, mean, the idea is when you see a rainbow, the rainbow is God's promise that he would never do that again. Well, it would never destroy the, the world by water again. Right. So, you know, it, as you read, if you read through Revelations, again, I don't want to turn this into Bible study, but it, as you read through Revelations, it talks about that in the end times are going to be as, as in the days of Noah. So the reason, you know, a, a rational person would, would conclude that the reason for the end times is going to be the same rationale, the same reasons as to why he destroyed the world the first time. Oh, right, the last time he did it, right. Because they're doing the same things. You're messing with his creations, and he don't like it. Right. God's basically like, F around and find out. Right. And if people are like, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I and and that's something that I was kind of thinking about today. You know, throughout human history, what has been one of the greatest um, sought after things? Eternal life, the fountain of youth. Right, right. So we have 
wanted to play God for whatever reason. Right. We are constantly searching for a way to live longer, not die, uh, stop the aging process. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why we do what we do. You you try to eat right, and you go to the gym, and you do the things you do, and you realize you're really killing yourself. <laughs> but... <laughs> But we, for some reason, as the as a human species, we have a, and I'm not saying me or you or everybody out there, but but mankind as a whole seems to have a fascination with wanting to play God, wanting to do things uh, that we probably have no business doing. Right. And I think that's where where I was talking about. That's the fine line between being healthy, medicine science and and taking it to a further extreme right you know what i mean well so you know i stumbled upon this other story and this is still about elon musk and this is where i was saying how he's obviously so (laughs) your brain can end up having a usb port in it That's Elon Musk's vision for brain-machine interfaces, BMI. It is controversial. This was back in 2020 was when this article bit. He wrote a paper on it, Elon Musk, in 2019. Uh, He claimed that his company Neuralink had taken huge steps towards building scalable, high-bandwidth BMI systems that would let the human brain stem full broadband electrophysiologically data. Hmm. to a network using a combination of ultrafine polymer probes and neurosurgical robot that sews them into the brain and custom high-density electronics. <sighs> now, I've heard that the brain itself, our, our brain, mm-hmm. maybe not my brain, but your brain, but it emits a certain level of electricity. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody does. That's how your neurons fire. Right. You know, you've heard us all about your neurons firing. Right. Yeah. So. So mm-hmm. my question is, and this is where I know I'm reading a bunch of different articles, and I'm trying to make one article doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the other, utter, <laughs> the other article <laughs> with the other article, but they, they kind of do. Mm-hmm. So you have DARPA talking about the ocular... McGillicuddy, you got mm-hmm. Musk talking about the uh, brain yep. McGillicuddy, mm-hmm. you got uh, over here talking about the RFID chips, and I think they need all of those things to happen. Like, what was the other thing we talked about? Um, uh, Zuckerberg and the metaverse. And the metaverse. Before mm-hmm. we get into him, um, what was the company he runs? O- what's it called? Uh, Oculus was bought by Google. Oh, Google, okay. Yeah, so it's your VR headset. Right, your, so, mm-hmm. and that's an external mm-hmm. situation. Um, and that's where DARPA is doing the ocular thing because we read where they're trying to create the uh, contact, lenses. contact lenses, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also with DARPA, theirs is more of a internal. It's on the, the nerve, right. right? So essentially what they are wanting to do is take human beings, the average Joe Schmoes, people like you and I and everyone listening to the show, and make us machines. So Agenda 2030 
<laughs> well, before I get into that, why why would you need a USB port in your brain? Why do you have a USB port on your computer? Uh, to either connect things or to transfer data. Right, to either upload, download, mm-hmm. right? Right. Why do you need a USB port? I would assume the same reason, right? Yeah. Right? Power up, maybe. <laughs> we joked, what was it you said the other day? You can plug it up to your your car and yeah. charge <laughs> Charge your electric, your electric car. Yeah, I was like, dude, my phone's dying. Why? Well, it said, your my phone? phone's dying. You're like, you won't even need a phone. Just be like, call Chris. <laughs> hey, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> Are you taking a shit? <laughs> oh, shit, you can see that? I forgot. <laughs> Let me turn the visual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me close my eyes. Is that better? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. No, but seriously, it's... um. Because that was my joke. It was like, well, you're going to plug your phone up, you know, USB port, ho, ho. And he's like, you won't need a phone, man. I'm like, oh, no. Oh. And he was like, maybe plug in the car, charge your car. Like, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> heaven forbid the guys that buy the big uh, F-350 uh, electric trucks. <laughs> What's wrong, man? You look drained. I just drained. I just filled up my truck, man. Drink your green ooze and then. And then I said, why don't you pour the green news in the truck? It's not how it works, man. <laughs> but <laughs> essentially, in 2030, the agenda is... So I I don't know if I read this on the show, last the other show, the one I did the other day, but there was, um, what, an eight, eight uh, keys. So complete control of individuals. So controlling... Via brainwashing fear, brainwashing and fear, we are in that right now. Mm-hmm. Is that safe to say? Mm-hmm. Right? You turn on the news, COVID, 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 COVID. Oh my God, you're gonna die! Get the shot! Oh! Right. And those that don't get the shot are, you know, whatever. Right. Total destruction of private enterprise. Once again, not to make this a COVID discussion, but COVID is the catalyst to all this bullshit, essentially. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so you're destructing private enterprise. Now, technically, Walmart, uh, Amazon, those places technically are private enterprise, but the way I read this is more of the mom-and-pop shops. Well, yeah, and I, I think destroying the private enterprise goes along with destroying the economic, system as it stands right now right because the the ultimate goal is to get to a one world currency right Right. so what better way to to do that than to destroy Destroy. each country's economic right uh, because once again it's not about america it's It's about everybody the world because that's why you've seen these shutdowns isn't just happening here i mean granted we and i'm not saying we as in florida people but we as in americans because even in in america where it's the most stringent it still isn't as bad as some of these (laughs) other Other countries countries, right right because we have that like you call it the pesky little document right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but what did we see when we did do lockdowns even in florida when we did lockdowns everything closed except for restaurants because we still need you to get fat Mm -hmm. and walmart uh, I think Target was still open, mm-hmm. and your grocery stores. Mm-hmm. But your mom-and-pop places were still closed. Mm-hmm. Your mom-and-pop pharmacies, your mom-and-pop grocery stores weren't even. And it wasn't even, I think they weren't, I don't know that they weren't allowed to be open necessarily as much as they couldn't get the goods to sell. 
right? Because it was going to Walmart, going to wherever. Um, obviously, one of the key things that they have to do in this country is abolish the Constitution, right? In in process, and that yeah, and that racial discord, right? Mm. We see that we've been seeing that for a handful of years, especially recently with George Floyd and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the funny fact about that is, is one of the names I mentioned just a few minutes ago, uh, Soros, right? Mm-hmm. Constantly hear his name being brought up about funding these district attorney races around the country. Right. So you would think, well, most of us think if you want to fix or fix or destroy whatever things, it's, President, Vice President, Senate, Congress. No, it's not. I've always, I've been saying it's this. Always it's local. The, it's yeah. a local thing. Right. Um, Joe Biden, for the most part, can say whatever the fuck he wants to say on TV. When it comes down to it, it doesn't really affect us physically. It might affect people mentally because they, oh, the president said this. Right. Cool. What did he say? What was it September 9th? By December, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. January. Now, now they they keep moving it back. Right. Moving it back. Moving it back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with him, with uh, Soros and the DAs, you just have this new DA. I don't know if you saw this in New York. I, I don't know his name. I don't really care. It's not important. Uh, yeah, no criminal charges unless you... <laughs> two. I think the two things was murder and white-collar crime. Well, and, I, and and I was telling you about you know they did that over uh, last year in Baltimore, right? Because they had one of the highest crime rates, and their solution to that crime rate was don't arrest to, anybody, right? To <laughs> lower um, what what was prosecutable crimes, right? So unless you're actually killing, what what I thought was interesting, I don't want to say funny, but what I thought was interesting was the. Murder, okay, I get that one. White-collar crimes. Okay, so if I uh, embezzle Mm -hmm. a million dollars from my company, Mm -hmm. I'm going to jail. But if I shoot up uh, some heroin and fuck a hooker and then go rob a a 7-Eleven, I'm good as long as I don't kill anybody. Right. My question was this: I know the the uh, go, not the governor, but the attorney general of New York is trying to go after Trump. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Yeah, who knows? I, spe- well, you know, if, speculation. If, if and and I just want to say this about that about about the Soros and the DA angles. If you ever had a question over the summer of 2020. When all the riots were going on, when all the and you know Portland was a hotbed, right, uh, for for violent riots. Yet a lot of those people in and out of the system, they were they were a, a lot of them were out the very next day, right, or or if not that night. Um, if you ever had a question as to why that and why those people never got charged, that's your answer right there, because you had district attorneys in place that were part of the system and they were told do not prosecute these people. Right. Let them out. Let them go back to doing what they're... And a lot of them, you're arrested, you're booked, you're out, 
And then they were back the very next night doing the exact same thing that they were doing the night before. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, even like look in San Francisco. We've seen all this with the smash and grabs and whatnot. And it's like as long as it's under, I think, $900 or whatever. Right. Nothing's going to happen. So also outlawing guns, hmm. which mm-hmm. has a lot, you know, that kind of falls Australia. in line with the. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> falls in line with the with the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Uh, abolishing that. Uh one of the things we just talked about was the God gene, right? Mm-hmm. Demolish religion. So, yes. So, yes. so we, we probably have been, f- uh, you know what? I'm not going to say that. Go ahead. Get to <laughs> yes. Um, before the next thing I want to say for the last thing. So I'm going to skip that one. Cause I think that's kind of juicy nugget that I want to get into. And we've talked about it, but deep depopulate the world. Okay, we've talked about the Guidestones mm-hmm. on the show. We've talked about the Guidestones. Um, that's not that's not a new thing, right? Go ahead. Did we did we talk about the Rockefeller plan? No, we've never talked about the I Rockefeller plan. I don't think we plan. have. Hmm. Interesting. The last thing here: sweep the president from office. Okay, so of the eight things I just mentioned, we are. We are doing the brainwashing and fear, right? That's ongoing. We are ongoing uh, working on the destruction of private enterprise, okay? We are in the midst of racial discord. I think we are also in the midst of demolishing religion. Now, the reason I say that I believe we're in the midst of demolishing religion, at least in this country, is... There's a church right down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, now, personally, I don't believe that you need to go to church to be religious. Okay. Right? That's just my personal opinion. Because um, I believe there's a lot of shadiness in the church, mm-hmm. What, no matter what religion. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in general. Um, but with that being said, I've noticed the churches don't seem to be as full as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Now, is it a situation of COVID's keeping them emptier? Uh, but is that also part of the demolishing of the religion? If you get people to stop mm-hmm. uh, joining together, maybe they stray, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, depopulate the world. Um, whether you want to believe the vaccine has this particular vaccine has anything to do with it, um, I guess that remains to be seen. Well, I I would, and, and maybe we'll get into this on another episode because again, I there's something else I want to get well, into. Well, but. the one thing that I found interesting, I saw this on the news this morning. I think alert: the COVID nineteen vaccine does not interfere with birth rates and blah blah blah. I've come to believe anymore when they make an emphasis of telling you something that it's not going to do, it's going to do it. Right. It seems like it. It's always, if you get the shot, you're not going to get COVID. <laughs> oh, fuck. You got I, COVID. I, I tell you, I, 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 we really need to get in, in into this whole subject because whether, whether people realize it or not, they've used a lot of different, um, and it, it's never been a pandemic it's never gotten to that level, but right. they've used a lot of diseases to try to scare people into not having children. 
uh, that's 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 Planned Parenthood AIDS. Planned Parenthood 101. Well, I mean, even as recent as, remember Zika? Right. What were they telling you about Zika? Oh, well, if you catch the Zika virus and you're a pregnant lady, you're going to have a hydrocephalic baby. Right. Right? So what happened? And it was especially bad in certain parts. And you know what you saw in those certain parts of the world? You saw very, very low birth rates because people stopped having children right because they were afraid well what if what happens you know i don't want to have a baby that's you know blah, blah. so guess what exactly what they were trying to do worked right so we'll get into that because that is actually part of the plan that you're talking about right um there's a there's a specific plan that i'm i'm thinking of that we are following to a t uh that was created by the rockefellers um, that's the Rockefeller plan. Yeah, it's it's actually called Operation Lockstep. If anybody wants oh, we've, to, we've talked about read it. ahead. Yeah. Um, well, real quick. So, of the eight things, I think ongoing, we've, we're looking at currently in the middle of one, two, three, four. There's four of those that are. There's no question that these things aren't happening. Right. I mean, you could question the depopulation. You could question the outlawing of guns. You could question the abolishment of the Constitution. You can question that. Everything else, the fear, the destruction, racial discord, demolishing religion, that's that's happening. Well, and I would also say with the demolishing of religion, look at what's happening uh, where they're talking about the one world church right. in yeah. Europe right now. Yeah. So trying to bring, yeah. Well, and then even with the outlawing of guns, they're going to do it under the guides of they know they don't have a leg to stand on with the Second Amendment right now. now, right now, now, right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if they can scare people or guilt people into not having guns, and like the example they give in this story was Sandy Hook, which that was a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. But every... Every year or so, you have a situation of some sort where where they got to make the guns evil. And then recently, you've had different things. And I've always said, uh, first thing I always ask, oh, did you hear about the shooting wherever? Mm-hmm. And my first question is, what kind of gun they use? Oh, they didn't say. Oh, story will be dead in a day or two. Because... If they don't say oh, Bob Johnson shot up a Jack Shack in Atlanta, I, I don't know the kid's name, but you know that's one that just come to my mind. I don't know. I was thinking of Jack Shacks, but oh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. What are you doing after the show? <laughs> Jack Shack. <laughs> but uh, hey, you know, but uh, what was he? he? Was using a handgun and a shotgun, right. I believe, right? Right. So they had to flip the narrative from the gun. To Asian racial. hate, mm-hmm. and then even then it kind of faded because as soon as they came out and be like, this dude was a pervert, mm-hmm. and da 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 da, story went away. Guarantee mm-hmm. you, regardless of him being white and then being Asian, regardless of that, if he would have kicked in the door with an AR or an AK, right? So, first question I always ask whenever I hear about gun violence, it, there was a school shooting not that long ago. Mm-hmm. What kind? Of, well, what was that, Michigan? Was it Michigan? Mm-hmm. What kind of gun was it? Oh, it was a six-hour nine-millimeter. There goes the story. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that was keeping that story afloat was the folks bounced out, right? 
right. then they found them. And since then, you really haven't heard shit about the story, right? right. The key, the, the, the best one I like of this whole thing is sweep the president from office. Okay? So this particular story was written in 2020. In the end of 20. So this was actually, this actually came out Christmas of 2020. Hmm. December 25th, 2020. So December 25th of 2020, technically, Trump was still president. Right? But Biden had been elected. Right. So there's no, there was no question who the president was. Right? And really, I don't know that it mattered in the in the grand scheme of things, it didn't matter Regardless who the president was. There. The idea is you still have to get rid of the president. But for for argument's sake, the president is who he is, right? Um, what do we see going on right now with him? The constant doubting, not not him personally. I mean, he's a fucking moron, right? Right. We there's no argument, but, but in that. lost confidence in the office, of right? President because everybody. The news media well, is turning on him. His own people are turning on him. Yeah, but I could I could say that you could also say the same thing about even during the Trump presidency, you had, yeah, let's they, just call it half the country. Well, not even half the country. Hell, how many times did you see uh, a leak from the White House? Right, but, but that's what I'm saying. So it could have started as early as you've already put half the country in doubt of the person that was president for four years. Right. Now you get here... We had. Hmm. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Well, <laughs> well. So let me ask you this. Right. We've said before, you can't be this fucking stupid. Right. You can't be this inept. You can't be. So is it a situation where they want you to see? They want you to feel a certain way about Joe Biden? Yeah, because it'll be easier to. Oh, it's just sowing more doubt in the office of the presidency. Less confidence. Well, um, because yeah. even even if okay, let's say, let's say that Biden gets removed from office due to his mental decline. Right. Who automatically becomes president? Hot heels up, right? Okay. How much confidence? Does the uh, the country have in her about this much more than they have right now? Okay. <laughs> well, and it, and it's already been floated out there, regardless of the twenty fifth amendment, um, which is you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They're already saying that you have people running for for Senate and Congress around the country, and I don't, I, I can't recall the guy's name. But you have different situations where these people are, are running on the fact they get me elected and we're going to impeach him. Cool. And I said to you, um, if you're running on that, you better, by God, get yeah, the but, shit done. Because even if you do that. Well, then you still got dipshit part two in there, right? Right. And she's damn sure. Well, I should say she's no better than he is, but I don't think he's as good as she is or vice versa because i think well, ultimately I think he's he's just he's just there he's a, i agree i agree with that but at least he has experience right well she has experience 
Not that kind of experience. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. What did you do? I don't know. I lost everything. Oh, motherfucker. All right, so let's fire it back up. All right, so uh, you were talking about Elon Ooh. Musk on the last show. <laughs> <laughs> Everything fucking disappeared. Freaked me out. All right, how's it going out there? PGC got one on the line. How's it going? Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, shit. Uh, all right, let's start over. <laughs> I don't think I can do this again. <laughs> no. I... I found this article and I probably should have started talking about this before we went into the agenda situation, but back to DARPA. <laughs> I'm going to pull a, I'm going to pull a Jen Saki. Okay. We're going to circle, circle back, back, back to DARPA. Okay. Well, you and I on our conversation on the phone yesterday, when I, what, when I started running across it, and I, what, what was the text to you? Oh, you busy? <laughs> you busy? <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. This motherfucker wants me to come help him do something. Watch. I'll wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe it'll go away. <laughs> What's up? I'm calling. <laughs> and it, he was like, oh, fuck. I'm going to be an accomplice to a murder. I can feel it. He killed someone. Where do I need to bring the tarp and the shovel to? <laughs> Get some lime and <laughs> do this. Now, so my question, we had talked about DARPA and the things they do and how they got started and whatever. <laughs> so what was I? I was, I was ducking... Uh, did DARPA, and then it was like, gives you suggestions. Did mm-hmm. they do this, that, or the other thing? And I think the second search was, did they create Facebook? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would have never thought anything about it. Associated with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, because the story as we know it is uh, Zuckerberg was at Harvard and... The, I don't know the I don't recall the name of the brothers, but there was the what twin brothers, and mm-hmm. they had the the dating. It was kind of like a social interaction app, right. so you could communicate with people on campus. On campus, and if there was a party at the Sigma House, you could go, or right. the party at the Omicron. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> at the Veda House and the Lambda House, and the, mm, no, but um, and essentially. The way the story, as I know it, was he essentially stole the tech, the idea, and uh, made it what it is. Right. Or did he? Hmm. Right. Hmm. So, have you ever heard about LifeLog? No. Let's say you know that DARPA project to create an automatically updated, itemized, organized electronic list of your every interaction you have, every event you attend, every place you go, and everything you do. The project was announced as a as canceled the very same day that Facebook launched. So what do we what do we see on Facebook? You get on Facebook if you get on Facebook every day, you see, you know, whether you have twenty friends or two hundred friends, mm-hmm. you see somebody on there saying, Oh, we went here, we went there, we're eating dinner. I, I I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do it as much, but like when me and the wife go wherever and your wife does it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, DARPA had a project called LifeLog. Now, I've left LifeLogs myself in the toilet. No, <laughs> <laughs> no and it was, uh, I, I would almost venture reading on what it is. It's almost a combination of Twitter and 
um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. So whether or not they split the technology between the two parties, I don't know. But we talked about this. How does somebody like Zuckerberg, which I'm pretty sure he didn't even graduate. I'm not, not that that matters. I, I don't give a shit. I don't have a college degree. You don't have a college degree. I'm not saying that makes two hill of beans. Mm-hmm. But in all, for our, all arguments sake, some would say he's not the sharpest knife in the box, right? Or, you know, he might squeal like a pigeon or what was it? I said? <laughs> squeal like a canary? Canary. <laughs> <laughs> so, me and him are on the same level is what I'm getting at now. <laughs> for, him to, for him to be able to do what he's doing with Facebook, it's not him. So did he have this, was this idea that he had from the twin brothers in Harvard that he st- stole? I mean, for argument's sake, let's say he stole it. I mean, I'm sure that's, that's safe to say, yeah. right? Well, yeah. And then DARPA was working on a similar situation or is it DARPA was working on a project that they found a better way to integrate from, yeah. But, you know, DARPA, based on the research, had a lot to do with, like, okay, so you had said earlier, uh, internet, mm-hmm. right? Well, contrary to what uh, Al Gore says, DARPA created the internet right. which is more feasible than Al Gore senator from Tennessee Tennessee right mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yep. I created the internet mm-hmm. right. no you didn't you son of a bitch you didn't do anything <laughs> you was getting head from Monica's friend what was her name Linda Tripp oh <laughs> whoa breaking news right here on the TV. <laughs> yeah oh that's nothing to brag about <laughs> well you know <laughs> Head's head, right? I'm right. I'm not right. I'm not right. <laughs> but um, no. To me, that's more feasible. Like listening, watch, reading the list of stuff that DARPA's done. I, okay, I, GPS satellites. Da, 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 da. Makes more sense. Makes more right? sense that they did. They had something to do with all this shit than right. some dork from fucking Harvard to make Facebook what it is. Now to the point where, what do we have with Facebook that's that's recently launched? The, the metaverse, right? Right. So, <laughs> you recently found a story about the metaverse. <laughs> so, I guess, I, I, I'm assuming we've had our first um, sexual assault uh, in the metaverse. Um, there was a, 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 a story, and I actually found the video to go along with the story. Uh, I don't know if you want to play that. Um I'm not sure I have it linked up on my computer. Maybe I can send this to you real quick. All right, so you you got it, right? Okay. Yeah. All right, so what is this now? I'm going to play this. This is a video describing the alleged assault. Ale- in, in, in the metaverse. In the metaverse. Now, go, yeah. go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. We need to talk about sexual assault in the metaverse. A woman was recently groped in Horizon Worlds. Please get the hell away from me now. Dude, back off. (laughs) Dude, back off. All right, so if we can describe real quick what we saw in the video. (laughs) Essentially what it is, is if if you've ever been in any kind of... Like, 
Grand Theft Auto. The graphics are very similar to Grand Theft Auto. Uh, okay, but if you've ever... If, I'm trying to think if you've ever... Essentially, okay, What for the people out there that don't know what the metaverse is, the metaverse is essentially a video game world set to where you have your own avatar and you're able to... You're able to... Make believe. <laughs> you're able to walk around this environment and essentially do whatever you want to do. Surely you guys have seen the commercials. I mean, dipshit Zuckerberg's had commercials. You've seen commercials on TV where he's... Uh, but I'm just saying this for the people that okay. maybe not. I'm sorry. So anyways, whatever. So <laughs> essentially what you have in this video, and understand I am not making light of sexual assault or groping as to be said... In, in real life. In real life. This is a virtual world, okay? So essentially what <laughs> happens is this guy's carrying some sort of fruit. Like it's coconut a, or mango like a coconut, or something. Yeah, right. And it's got a straw in it. But by the way, I thought straws were... Um, like environmentally uh, poison or something. But I, apparently they're not in the metaverse. Not, so. Well, in the metaverse, it's cool, man. Okay. Come on. So straws everywhere in the metaverse. Okay. So anyway, so he takes this straw and essentially... Uh, that's where you hear the airplane noise coming. He's taking the <laughs> straw, like, and then he like sticks the straw in the girl's mouth, and then she freaks out and she's like, "Get away from me!" Now, granted, I don't understand everything that's happened leading up to this. Right, I would assume he was being a pain in the ass for a, and a he, minute. You and, know? I'm, and I'm going to say this about anybody that's ever played a online game in any online community, regardless of the game, there are people out there that simply... Antagonize. Just want to be a pain in the ass to everyone right. for whatever reason. Okay? So this is nothing new. This is ever since there's been a the internet, and there's been online people. So and in this, in my opinion, looking at the video, forget about what the girl was saying about it being its first sexual whatever she said. To me... He, he was just being a pain in the ass. It was a straw. So what, however you want to interpret what he was insinuating with the straw and trying to stick it in her mouth, whatever. I, I think I think one could reasonably assume. Well, right, but I think online, there's a lot worse things going on online than well, a cartoon sticking a straw in a damn other cartoon's mouth. <laughs> well, so I think... I think what you have is you have a situation of people that that we see in real world that can't handle real life situations. They can't, and I'm not saying sexual assault. I'm saying where we've gotten into the um, the Karens of the world, and right. what, what what's the male version? What do they call them? Karens. What, Ka Karens. Kins. Ka they're Keys. both Karens. Oh, they're know. both Karens. Yeah, okay. sure. Um, but you have these people that cannot deal. They've never been taught because they, they've grown up. And, and this is something that we've talked about several times, I know, on the show, of how you raise your children, how the different generations seem to be different. So you have these this generation or these people that cannot handle real-world situations because they were always taught they were special. Right. And that, that they Everyone can't lose. Gets Everybody gets a trophy. Uh, you don't want to hurt their feelings. We can't spank our kids anymore because that's physical abuse and blah, blah, blah. This is the culmination of that raising. Right. Is you have people that even in a virtual environment cannot handle. Well, 
I had said to you prior to us recording, and we were talking about this. You you play more video games than I do. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't tell you the last time I played a video game. Um, and you've played Grand Theft Audio, yes. Auto, and and in the game I've played it before. But in the game, you're you're on a mission to do whatever, right? Right. And you said it, when you play it online, you have those people mm-hmm. that are on there, and they just fuck with you. Mm-hmm. You might be okay. I've got a a mission and I'm on and that's what I'm going to do. But then you might have some schmuck that comes up and fucks with you just because that's all he's there for. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what this was. And what did you say when, when that happens, you're just kind of like, happens, you kind of like, whatever you'll go about your way, you know, maybe it, log off and log off and be like, you know what? I'll come back later. Right. I'll, I'll do it some other time. Yeah, It's not whatever. like this chick was in the grocery store or, or actually at the beach. Cause like in the video, <laughs> it's on a beach. It's on a beach. Right. It's not like she was actually at the beach and some dude come up to her with the straw and the mango or coconut, whatever it was. And, you know, it's like that was real because, and then the other dude that comes up, hey, man, back <laughs> off. Like, in the real world, let me paint a picture for you. That's that's your wife mm-hmm. sitting there and some random dudes up there. Are you going to walk up to him and be like, hey, mm-hmm. back off? No. <laughs> You're going to be like, pick your teeth up and get the fuck out of my way, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, in the real world. Right. But why why the metaverse? Like, it's an escape from reality. Is it? Or is it where we're leading to? <laughs> I think it's, it's, a, it's a further extent of what we've already seen on the internet. What have we seen on the internet? We've seen... Um, people who are a lot more, uh, what do we call them? Keyboard warriors, right? right? Keyboard they're, tough guys, right? They're they're people that that can speak their mind, or they might say things that and in, uh, in otherwise, um, in in real physical, uh, um, well, confronted face to face, they're a whole other situation. They're not going to say anything, right? But because they have anonymity on the internet, because they are well, distanced by. Uh, and, and, and I got I to tell you, uh, there was a real funny video that I come across, and it, it had a kid, and he's in his room, you know, blah, 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 he's playing his video games, you know, whatever, and his mom pops in, and he's like, oh, you know, hey, little Jimmy, meet uh, mommy's new boyfriend, blah, blah, what, what, Ryan, and so, you know, he's like, oh, I don't want to, you know, whatever. And so he's still playing his video game and whatever. Dude pops in the door and he's like, oh, you know, hey, what's up, champ? You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> don't call me champ. And he says, okay, well, how about if I call you uh, King Slayer 6742? And, you know, the kid kind of turns around and looks at him because, yeah, you remember when I told you I was going to bang your mom? <laughs> 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 so he was like an online whatever because right. that's his his tag was Kingslayer or whatever, right? <laughs> so I, I found that absolutely hilarious. That but is anyway. funny. <laughs> well, because like you, I, like I don't play video games. Right. I don't even have a video game system in my house. Um, but you play online, right? Right. My son plays online, and you're, you know, an old ass man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my son's 25, right? Right. I mean, to me, he's a kid, but he's 25, so he's right. not a kid. 
but a lot of who you're playing against are kids. Right. Right. So it might be a Kingslayer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you could theoretically say, Mm. I won't bang you. You know, like right. all the shit talking, you're playing Call of Duty or whatever, and you're like, ah, you'll, you know, because Ken, my son, would sit here and be like, these little fuckers are brutal, you know? They're right. like, because they're talking all that shit, because like you said, animated, animated, animated. And it's like, you're Kingslayer, blah, 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 whatever. Um, so who knows who you are? And it's like, oh, yeah, keep talking that shit. I'm going to bang your mom. Whatever, dude. I'm Kingslayer McGillicuddy, blah, 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 whatever. And then I'm banging. What was that, Kingslayer McGillicuddy? Yeah, I told you I was going to bang your mom. Let me go skeet on her face real quick. Oh, it's true. Uh, baby, while I'm fucking you, call me Kingslayer. But, <laughs> oh, Kingslayer! <laughs> Mommy, no, that's my name. <laughs> but nevertheless. Well, um, to, I, to, I, to me... Facebook in general. Now, I'm I'm not saying anything about anything because I'm on Facebook. And I, granted, I don't post nowhere near like I used to post. A lot of what I do on Facebook has to do with the show, right? Occasionally, like if we go places, we go on vacation or whatever, I might post stuff. But I don't random. Like there are some people that on a daily basis post a multitude of things. Right. Oh, I'm eating dinner. Oh, I'm wiping my ass. Oh, I got two-ply bounty. Oh, you know, whatever. Cool. Well, I got wipe- COVID. Why are you wiping your ass with hand towels? You've seen some of my shit. <laughs> just saying. I need to quicker pick her up. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, um, I'll post those pictures too. Um, <laughs> please don't. Um, words. Um, oh, I got the Rona. Oh, I'm fully vaccinated. I still got, you know, you see that shit, right? They're sharing their entire life. Yeah. The, you go on my page and I couldn't even tell you the last thing I shared. Right, I would say the like I said, the multitude of whatever I do on Facebook has to do with the show. Um, which, by the way, the, th- the last thing I showed you is like almost up to seventy shares. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. Anyway, uh, Facebook is a fantasy land, mm-hmm. right? And the only reason I haven't got on Facebook to begin with, and I said this, I've told you, was to play Farmville. No, um, was because my wife played games played farmville and whatever else and it was like oh i need i need friends to send me you know whatever uh, okay well i'll make a profile and you deal with it mm-hmm. well i need you to do it so then she got my ass roped into going on her facebook my facebook farming like i'm literally playing on the back 40 i'm like you know i could probably actually <laughs> plant some shit and actually <laughs> but that's kind of where the metaverse started right in a sense was with the farm bills and the different video games that they had on facebook um to the point where you get obsessed with it mm-hmm. like i remember like you know i had a fucking the harvest those tomatoes are gonna go bad <laughs> and then i'd be like what the fuck am i talking about it's a fucking video game but I'm serious, right? right? It draws you in. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that this metaverse is probably 10 times worse. You know? And then people, I don't know, if I don't even know what 
I haven't seen. It. I didn't even know it was active. I thought it was an idea. I, I think it's still in in like beta beta phases. But but sooner or later, I would assume it's going to be on your phones. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see fucking people at the grocery store, or at the mall, or well, the, like you did when they had the Pokemon Go thing, right? Where people just were mindlessly walking around. Walking around. <laughs> right. Well. Well, I I think I know we probably are looking to put a lid on the day. Yeah, I I, I did want to get into this real quick. Go ahead thing and when i say it's quick i don't know how quick it's going to be <laughs> so but uh, but open i open up another cold frosty beverage <laughs> i would say that oh i mean because i've got about an hour right in front of me so i'm going to save this for another show but i'm going to give a tease <laughs> but you go ahead <laughs> i my opinion on the metaverse is is the whole purpose and reasoning behind <laughs> we didn't even touch on that right um well, maybe we'll make a part three. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but my my thoughts on the metaverse and and the reason for its creation uh, is not to give people a digital playground to play on. It's an escape. It's a distraction. Right. So. You know. But for what? Right. Mm. Well, with that being said. Like I said, I've got something that I I had to talk about. Okay. Totally, we've talked about this, and I don't want to get into it right now because literally we could sit here and jaw jack till for a minute, hmm. right? So, and I know it's it's getting late in the day for us anyway. Um, so I'm going to lo- I'm just going to one word it. We'll okay. just leave it with that, and then we'll close out the show. What do you think? Okay, I can well. Because there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven things here about this in this one article. So, well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do the same. So, you've got a story, I've got a story. And then maybe we'll just, whether we part three it or just have a whole other discussion okay. and we can flash back to, to, okay. this, to this show. Um, this is something I stumbled upon in doing the research for this show because this kind of has something to do with the transhumanism but it kind of doesn't and and without getting into details we started spitballing ideas of what's what we as Americans have been doing with our daily lives and I'll give you this Imperium mm. is the name of the company mm-hmm. so if you guys want to listen to my computer chime on me if you guys want to look that up, by all means, knock yourself out. Imperium. And then <laughs> we talked about, in reading this article, 23andMe, Ancestry 21. Does it have anything to do with this? I don't know. We'll get into that later. Okay. What was the thing you got? Um, so I know we're trying to get away from COVID talk. On the show, I know, you know, like you say, it's hard to venture away from it because it's, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it's encapsulating our life. You right. can't, you, you can't, can't get think away. about it without right. it. Right. I mean, every time you walk out the door, you see, you know, mask. You see, you hear the commercials. You see something on TV, and then you're you're in the news or or whatever, and they're talking about the next, you know, the next variant or the next lockdown or the next. Whatever, whatever, whatever the case, the right. uh, case number is. So, 
what if I told you that maybe, as you've said, maybe all this has happened before? Right. So we everybody knows about the Spanish flu, oh, right? Yeah. Shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. But what if I told you that it wasn't actually a flu that killed all those people? Mm. <laughs> so we'll get into that. I, I wish I would have known where you were going to go with that because I was going to. I should. I could have hit you with the. <laughs> <laughs> I got this damn sound effects board, and I never fucking use it. <laughs> I never do. But. Um, I mean, I I do, but not as often as I could. So anyway, Imperium. What he? Um, uh, the, the Spanish flu and the true the true uh, origins or the true killer of killer, the Spanish flu. Right. Uh, so that will say for another day. Uh, in the near future, guys, stay tuned. Uh, I I'm sorry that this has been damn near a two hour show. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, right? As the as the young folks say, uh, I feel has been I mean hour and forty eight minutes, but has been a an eargasm of information. So, so for that, I'll say ski ski. No. So anyway, um, today is Friday, uh, January seventh. We all survived the year anniversary of January sixth. We didn't really talk about January sixth because uh, or the the anniversary, so to speak, of January 6th, because there's really nothing to anniversarize. Is that a word? Anniversarize? I'm just, I'm, I'm afraid we might have some more attacks. You know, there might be some more people go out there and yeah. take some pictures and <laughs> knock down a garbage can knock, and then pick it up. Yeah. Or stand single inside file the, in and, the velvet ropes. Yeah, in, inside the ropes. So. And get grainy, get some pictures. And, All right. Well, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about that because there's obviously Dipshit McGee and Princess Hora's been out there doing their little uh, media whatever. Um, so that is obviously an ongoing story. What was the thing you was reading uh, from Twitter? Um, that they World were, War II or Pearl Harbor. They're, yeah, they're essentially comparing uh, – the the uh, insurrection. insurrection to Pearl Harbor and to 9/11, and then the person on Twitter was like, "What happened after Pearl Harbor? We bombed Nagasaki. Well, and, we we declared war on Japan right. and we bombed you know Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Right. And then at 9/11, we declared war on terrorism, and that led to the Patriot Act, and mm. we started war in the Middle East. Right. Uh, so well, what's if, if this is equally as bad as those two things? Well, what are we going to declare war on next? And and more importantly, who? Mm. So, with that being said, guys, we're going to close out the day. Uh, like I said, it's Friday, January seventh. You guys have a great day. Uh, well, thanks for joining me today, buddy. Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, let's not be a stranger, son of a bitch. <laughs> Told me he's going to do every other week, and here it is a month later. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys, have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you again on Sunday. Thank you. Yeah.